Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This short episode is led by the keynote speaker of this year's Graduate and Recruitment Fair, Neil Gibson, who is the Chief Economist in Ireland at EY. In this episode, Neil talks about how times of change produces plenty of opportunities for problem solvers in the workplace and how having a flexible, open-minded approach to potential opportunities will help you on your career journey. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for joining us um, for the Queen's Virtual Graduate Affairs. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your current role in EY? Thank you, Sarah. Yes, good morning. It's, it's lovely to be with you. Um, I'm the firm's chief economist on the island of Ireland, so I joined EY full-time about four years ago. Uh, prior to that, I uh, was uh, a professor at, uh, of economic policy. And my background is as an economist uh, from the University of Ulster and then a computer science master's at Queen's. Uh, and really my role uh, in the firm is to help all of our clients um, uh, with the challenges that they face and the opportunities that, that the economy or society is presenting for them. So rather than working in like a technical competency like tax or audit or assurance, what I really do is float across the firm to say, look, Let's have the conversations with our clients. Let's see what they're worrying about. Let's have a chat to them. Let's listen to their, their issues and try and put something together that helps them. And I also work a little bit with the firm on things like um, commentary and media and thought leadership, which is effectively a, just a, a glamorous way of saying, trying to get an opinion out there and a little bit of thinking to maybe provoke debate and maybe get us to push some things a little bit forward. So really I kind of pretty um, versatile and, and, and varied role, which is incredibly um, uh, pleasant because you get to see all different clients, different sectors, different types of the firm. So it's a great uh, privilege to do the role across the island. Thank you, Neil. And you're clearly a very busy man at the moment with everything that's going on um, between uh, COVID and, and the pandemic and all the challenges that brings. Um, and obviously Brexit that's coming at us at a rapid rate of knots on the horizons. Um, for students coming out today that, that have either just graduated or looking to graduate and looking for that, that job in September 21, what would your um, view be on where they can best place their energies at the minute? Well, I think the most important message for, for, for students, as it would be to any of our clients, is to try and remain very positive and upbeat despite what you could pick up from uh, reading in the papers or any of the commentary that would suggest that you know, there's a lot to be concerned about around COVID and the disruption it's causing and, and of course, Brexit and plenty of other, you know, digital journeys and things that are really disrupting and changing the world around us. And I think if you read that or you analyse it, you can very easily feel daunted or intimidated that who's going to be hiring or this is a real time of challenge and change. But I think the message for all students is that at a time of change or disruption, there's plenty of new opportunities that are that, that are popping up. I think one way to think of it is, look, if, if you think there are lots of problems, the good thing is that problems need problem solvers. So that's what most young recruits will be, bringing a fresh way of thinking and new opportunities. So in terms of energy, the first thing is keep your sense of positivity. Try to um, observe and learn from some of the disruption that's going on, but don't be intimidated as if that will close down opportunities. And the second thing I would say is to try and think about what Brexit and COVID tell us is that the world is always under constant change. 
if it wasn't those two things, it would be something else. Digital transformation has been a big one. The green agenda, the new concepts of um, resilience or well-being, which are real topics about how we measure success. So the world's always changing. So the idea that you could think ahead to a career, map it out 10, 15 years down the track, that's really not how the, the world and the economy is functioning now. So you have to keep that sense of um, flexibility in your mind and your approach. And I think one of the most important lessons for all students is the place that you maybe thought that you would get a job, maybe that your parents talked to you about, your careers advisor, or since you were a young child, you've always thought you're going to be X or Y or work in a particular firm. That just may not be the case. Think very carefully about what it is that you enjoy, what you like doing, what you can really bring a passion to. And that might be that you end up, as I am, an economist, but not in an economics firm, in an advisory firm. Or you might be going into industry or into construction or into even sectors that are having a tough time at the minute, tourism, retail. And that might not have been what you expected. But each one of those maybe needs an auditor, a creative mind, a digital person, a creative thinker, an innovator. So I think taking away any preconceptions about where you thought you would work because of what you'd heard before, be open-minded about every potential opportunity and think very hard about the, the real competencies or skills or talents that you have that you think, I could really give this to someone to help them. I could really be a valuable asset but be a little bit less certain or um, uh, you know, uh, predetermined in terms of what those, where those opportunities might be. There'll be plenty of firms out there, EY included, who will surprise you in terms of the things that they do and the type of people that they need. Okay, and um, from the analysis that you've done for clients and for the firm, are there particular areas that are uh, finding the these challenges, COVID and Brexit, actually as an opportunity for growth? Are there particular areas that students should relook at or reinvestigate? Yes, the, the revelation of, of COVID has been to make people think about biosecurity, about how clean, how uh, they go about the things that they do and whether that brings any health risks. But it's also brought into um, consideration how you work can you work remotely? Can you work in a different way? Can you be more flexible? Can you be more um, uh, nimble in terms of how you work and when you work? And again, that becomes very important for students who maybe transition from a university career of, let's say, some rather uh, peaks and troughs and when you're working <laughs> and when you're studying to the working life, which you might have imagined to be a bit nine to five. That's going now too. That's allowing people to keep the same rhythms that they've always had. You know. My personal style is that I work much, much better late at night and not really a morning person. So I can do that in an EY environment. I provide, you know, a lot of my written work and my best thinking would come um, um, late at night. And that's kind of an opportunity for a lot of firms who can move into that much more nimble and flexible way of working because that can get them at or access to talent that works best under those conditions. Every student that listens to this will know their own rhythms. They'll know when they're absolutely at their peak and their best. And it's a real challenge to get that good marriage between a firm that recognizes that our people are good and strong at different times of the day and work in different, motivated in different, different ways. So firms are taking this um, COVID ch challenge as a way to accelerate their digital progress, to think about their office locations, the way that they work, 
There are also, we've seen firms pivoting into the things that society needs, whether that's making PPE equipment or whether that's helping uh, directly in supporting, say, the hospital and the care industry. We're going to have to transform the way we look after our elderly in society. It's going to present real opportunities in how to do that. And even on Brexit, that you would think very on significant level of unknown, how on earth would you see that as an opportunity? Well, the bottom line is most people are trading or, or, or offering a product or a service. Maybe that's across a border. Maybe that's to a different market. But there's a demand for that product. So if Brexit disrupts us in a such a way that a certain supplier can't provide agricultural products or can't provide services to a market that it did before, somebody else will be there to step in. So a lot of firms are positioning themselves for maybe some of those other client companies, their rivals, who maybe wouldn't be as prepared or mightn't be able to do what they used to do. So trying to maybe look at even some smaller firms for an acquisition proposition, maybe look at bringing new skills into the family. So as I said earlier, even though it seems incredibly disruptive and uncertain, the best of firms are looking creatively, finding a niche, finding a way to maybe play it to their advantage, maybe because their rivals are not as well prepared. And as part of EY, we're very, very privileged to be involved with our Entrepreneur of the Year program. And you see those smaller you know, niche firms making a massive contribution and being able to pivot and jump to things very quickly. In fact, I would say one of the big challenges for many larger firms, EY included, is to get some of those traits of nimbleness and agility that we see in many of our entrepreneurial firms. And I think getting that entrepreneurial ethos and way of doing things into bigger business is one of the challenges we're on at the minute. And it's one of the reasons why we, like many others, are so um, excited to get new young talent in who maybe think about it differently, can work in a different way. You know, it's a very glib saying, but a lot of people have said, look, you know, a challenge is just an opportunity I haven't thought about enough. No, ma no matter what is disruptive, it's going to position somebody else to take the opportunity and you just have to get yourself in the right position for that. So I think if, if you were to describe how our best firms across the island are performing at the minute, it's getting themselves ready. What might be the potential outcomes? How will I pivot or change if this happens? Um, and how will I do that quickly? And I think that would be the same advice I would give the students is having that same approach to maybe it's an interview with a firm you didn't expect. Maybe your career takes a slightly different direction. Maybe you don't get an interview. You know, you could be easily very upset, downhearted. It's the one you really wanted. It's trying to say that's just like a company that went for a big tender and didn't get it. You can't feel sorry for yourself. Go dust yourself down and say, okay, there might be another opportunity presents itself. So that nimbleness and flexibility is something I think our students need just as well as our client, just as much as our clients do. Great, thank you, Neil. And there's a couple of hours left of the the fairs um, after this recording or this video, uh, what advice would you give to students to maximise their time at those last three or four hours of the fair? Again, um, open-mindedness is very important. So try not to have any prejudices or biases as you go into listening to something from whoever it may be. Try to think, well, what, what is this firm telling me? What, what sort of character does it portray? What is the things that it's suggesting are important to it as an organisation? And does that fit with what I want to do? It's also important that, that students take the time, absorb as much information. And, uh, you know, I, I used to call it the sort of turn the page test. You know, when people used to give me 
like a strategy document or here's the key takeaways from this. I used to read them on the screen or the slide or the page, turn the page over and see what I could remember five minutes later and see if it stuck with me. And I think that's an important lesson for students. When you go, you know, you, you switch off that evening, you're going for a walk, whatever you're doing, you're watching Netflix and you think, well, what bits are going around in my head? What are the little sayings or phrases or what companies or what organizations are really sitting at the back of my mind? Because that tells you that somehow that's gelled with what it is that's important to you. And I guess the big overarching message of this is exactly the same as the one I've been giving the clients is you have to train yourself to be open to that suggestion in your own mind that maybe it's not what you went into this for thinking. We would hope that many people would come to listen to, to EY speak and think, that's a different organization to maybe I'd expected, or there's something in that that captures my imagination. And that goes the same for all the opportunities that present themselves to students is go into them open-minded, absorb what you can, but it's what can you come back to in your quiet moments that will tell you an awful lot about what's the right marriage for you with an organization? Because it's a two-way thing. We've got to get the best out of you as a young student, and you've got to be in an environment where you want to give of your best. And that means it's a very important decision for you and for the employer. So it's not just about what can I do to get this opportunity. And I'm not saying that you might have to maybe work in an area that you didn't think of in first but really trying to say, I can be at my best in that organization because then that'll work for both. So absorb the content, see what sticks with you and be incredibly open-minded about where your career might take you. Great, thank you, Neil. Final question for me, I hope you don't mind this. Um, kind of giving away your age a little bit, but I know that you have worked through a recession and you've had quite a varied career. Um, what would be your key takeaways from the last recession that you would be advising students for this current time? Yes, yes, you worded, worded, that, worded that very politely, but yes, <laughs> I, I, I started in a research center. I left and set up my own business, um, sold at Oxford Economics, worked in their global cities and regions business before setting up a research center in a university as an economics professor and then joining EY. So I've kind of had a bit of a flavor of, of, of different types of organizations, different ways of working. And as you say, a very um, uh, long journey of the 90s recession and um, looking back to, in fact, my first time thinking of wanting to be an economist was watching, um, when I was a young boy, watching the minor strikes and all this will be real economic <laughs> history to people who watch this. But um, looking at you know businesses that were closed and asking for money and trying to work out why we just didn't print money. And that, that's what kind of got me into what I do today. And the advice for people during recessions is, and again, most students will know a very famous quote from Warren Buffett, and I'm paraphrasing slightly, but you need to be brave when others are fearful and fearful when they're brave. So in other words, step forward when others are stepping back. So don't let the economic conditions um, take away your confidence or your self-belief in who you are. You know, if, if you've talents and skills and strengths to give, they will be in demand no matter what the situation. In fact, in the toughest of times, the very best of firms are looking for people to get their talent that they need to help them to recover from the difficult situations. You do not recover or get through any crisis in your personal life, professional life, by just sitting and waiting for it to pass. You get through things by the decisions you make, the proactivity that you show, the nimbleness, the flexibility, the bravery. So that would be the advice to students is stay positive, stay brave. Don't get downhearted by what you read and know that the, take the firms that need your strengths need them more than, more than ever 
And it's not determined by the economic cycle. It's determined by the fact that if they're long-term going to grow, they need the very best people to do it. And that's why they want to hear from me. Great. Thank you, Neil. Thank you very much for your time um, to do this. And I hope that the students find this valuable. Um, as you've mentioned EY a couple of times, I'd just like to flag that uh, anybody who wants to find out a little bit about more about EY and the opportunities that we have on offer can come along and visit our stall. We have a team of um, our business colleagues there to talk to you about what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. Thanks again, Neil, for all your time. Thank you, sir, and good luck to all the students. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access career support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub.ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB Careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.